This is shame. 23 free throws. We only get two in the fourth quarter. What the fuck is going on? Man, I <laughs> I have not been that angry at a game in a little while, you know? Uh, I feel like we all felt what Darko was saying yeah, in that game. I agree. Uh, it was pretty tough. Uh, just to get into that Lakers game in general, because I feel like... That's easily the most important thing that's happened in Raptors land. I mean, it's probably the most important thing that's happened in the NBA in the last, like, about week. Like, there's well, some other since stuff. our trade on it. Yeah. Well, since the jaw injury, I guess. Yeah, the jaw injury was pretty big. The Halley injury was almost big, but right. it didn't end up being as big of a deal. Thank God, man. If he was hurt uh, for the rest of the year, that would have been, like, a tragic end yeah. to that season for him. Um, but what I will say is it's nice to see some of the other teams rallying around us for <laughs> right. this whole Lakers situation. Like, some other people getting angry at the Lakers. Lakers fans are crazy where they're just mm. like, they're like, I see no problem with this at all. But meanwhile, like they miss like one, like small call at the end of Lakers Celtics and LeBron's like shitting his pants <laughs> on the floor. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's also like, like obviously they get more fouls than us just because like the way they play. Which is fine, and that we can expect that. But that's why it's really frustrating when we feel like they don't call it for us. When we feel like, like when we do the same thing that they would have been called for, because we're like, yeah, like we get it. You're Anthony Davis, like you're gonna go to the free throw line a lot. But then it's like, but because we have to keep seeing him go over and over, like when you when like Sky doesn't get the call or like that or something, it's so much like more evident and like it hurts. Yeah, I mean, like, the Scotty, like, dunk was the worst one for that was me. That the worst. Where, like, the, it been I mean, involved. it's as, like, Darko said, if LeBron does that dunk, like, it is guaranteed. It's 10 times out of 10. Yeah. Or if AD does that dunk, it's 10 times out of 10. Right. Like, like if your Giannis's of the world do it. Like, any of your, like, like superstars do it, it's, like, an and one. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Like, if a role player does it, like, let's be real here. If, like... McDaniel's on our team did it. Like, right. there's, I don't think he ever gets that call. Yeah. But like, Scotty should be getting star calls at this point. Like, he he has played at that level. Like, right. he goes through enough contact on a possession to possession basis. Mm-hmm. We guys just reward him every once in a while. Yeah, and well, also it's so annoying is like we were just getting such like little ones where like like RJ like would like hit like swipe down for the ball and AD gets an hand one. Or mm-hmm. like the like, Austin Reeves one was the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the, and it was super late, also, which mm-hmm. sucked for that one. And um, which is like fine, but then if they're gonna get those calls, like we should be getting those types of calls too. Yeah, just call the game the same way. Either way, right. like I kind of like don't like when the whistle's being blown as often as right, it was in exactly. that game. It kind of like makes it not so good. Like yeah, the last couple it, minutes of that game took a I while. I think like the last like. 40 seconds took like 11 minutes yeah something like that that's fucking brutal and like (laughs) the thing is to me is i feel like this year's been worse for refs than most years well we have the the insane jalen brown one yeah they they challenge he gets hit in the head Mm -hmm. they challenge it they're like nah no foul and then the two minute report comes out i was like yeah no foul yeah. It's like, oh, I guess we all just didn't see that he got hit smacked in the head. Did you see that the two-minute report for our game no. was there was two missed calls, and both of them went against the Lakers. The Lakers should have gotten mm. two extra calls from the mm. corner of the two-minute report. Damn. Bro, the two-minute <laughs> report is, like, the most phony 
bullshit ep- you know like the episode of spongebob where he's like looking for he's got like the cop uniform on and he's like looking for like the guy who's oh, caused all the crimes it's him on the paper <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. background that's like nba refs try to figure out like hmm like <laughs> let's see what let's see what went wrong at the end of this game right exactly <laughs> can't find it <laughs> uh yeah exactly it, it's it's also it, it's not done by like an independent source like it's done by the refs and like they'll always like back themselves up, like back up other refs it's why like like i saw a stat that said scott foster has the most correct calls of any ref i'm like who's deeming that if the call was correct or not yes. like other refs probably <laughs> yeah. who like probably respect him and like i'm sure he mentored them and like will root for him and stuff like I don't know. It, uh, yeah, you're right. It does like the two man report really doesn't mean shit at this point. Nope. Okay, real quick, drink popping break. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, the the two man report is fucking. Uh, I just don't understand why it's even a thing. Why you even release it to the public if it's like if it's going to be done by the refs? Exactly. Like, who cares? <laughs> who, right. who actually cares what the refs think about ref calls? Mm-hmm. It's like. Honestly, it's like sometimes when like Draymond will go on his podcast and talk about like shit that he's done, right? And he's like, he's like playing like the victim about certain shit. <laughs> it's like Draymond, bro. I don't really give a fuck about like <laughs> yeah, you being yeah. like, you know, I stand up for my teammate. You're choking a dude out. You're punching a dude in the face. Right. Like, let's call a spade a spade and fucking like not pretend that mm-hmm. people are obviously going to be biased towards themselves. Obviously. And that's fine. And I don't judge people for being biased towards right, themselves. We all do it. Every single person on this planet is biased towards yeah, themselves. For sure. You would not survive if you weren't. Mm-hmm. But that's why you need outside sources to check you when you're doing dumb bullshit. <laughs> Facts. Uh, also, the fact that the one time the two-minute report was like the most like sorry about what they did, it being the Lakers, mm-hmm. like when they messed up the Lakers call, I don't know oh, if it was the, the Celtics. Yeah, I think it was the Celtics game. And then like, where, where LeBron they were like, like we are like disgusted in ourselves oh, that we did yeah, this. They, like they we must apologize completely to like the Lakers and be better in the future. The fact that that hmm, the fact that the Lakers <laughs> got away with that, or the Austin Reeves incident against the Suns, where with the timeout earlier this year and the, oh, the game with the right. Lakers, the, yeah. the fact that hmm, I wonder they missed that call too. Oh wow! <laughs> if only there was one like through line, one common denominator for all these ref fuck ups. Mm-hmm. Facts. It is America's team, but yeah, and they're and they're gonna get better calls than anyone else does, especially when they have LeBron James on the team. Yeah, and I'll go back to like my star versus non-star thing earlier. Like stars getting a different whistle than other players makes sense because stars deal with a level of contact that no other player does. LeBron right. James has people pushing and shoving on him every time he's going to the rim because right. he's unstoppable. Scotty Barnes has people pushing and shoving on him whenever he's going to the rim. Because he, like, if you're, like, six, seven or below, is unstoppable. Right. And so, like, they deal with a heightened level of contact. And so, mm-hmm. like, I understand that they get more calls than anybody else. Right. Or if it's reputation-based, too. Like, a lot of, like, elite defenders can, uh, like, get more contact. Like, you see, like, Marcus Smart is, like, so handsy when he's, yeah. like, playing defense. But it's, like, he gets the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, for sure. Pat, you look at Pat Beth. Yeah. Even Drew Holiday, like yeah, uh, any good defender. I mean, like, that. like hell, Draymond. Like Draymond right. will get away with stuff in games yeah. where it's like that should be a flag or that should be a technical, <laughs> right. and it's not even like that. Mm-hmm. Or like he should get kicked out of the game, like right. yeah, and he do- he doesn't get that. And like whatever, like when you're an elite player, like I like watching the elite players like do elite yeah. things, and so like I won't complain about them getting the benefit of the doubt. But it's just frustrating mm-hmm. as a Raptors fan, especially in a one point game. If we lost by twenty. I wouldn't yeah. give a fuck. It would be like, well, we got kind of screwed by the refs, but like, well, whatever. I literally wouldn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like whatever. I, I wouldn't even say anything. Um, 
If we lost by one, even if we lost by like eight, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, right. Could have done some different stuff there, but losing by one point, there's <laughs> yeah. not one call, one and it one. It was a crazy add. one point. Like Pascal, like throws up a three when like the game's over. He buzzer beaters. Yeah. And now could one. you imagine if it was a three point game? Yeah. Scotty Barnes had gotten that and one earlier in the game. Right. Like, right. Uh, yeah. Or if Quickly's was a, uh, the elbow was a common foul. Yeah. Because like you think about the ending of that game and like we were like scoring on every possession yeah. that we didn't have a call, get everything ca- mm-hmm. called back on us. And so like we were trying, man, right. we were really, really trying. And I get like, you're not playing against like, like you're playing Jonte Porter against, mm-hmm. against Anthony Davis, or you have Thad Young on Anthony Davis, right. even Pascal Siakam mm-hmm. on Anthony Davis. Like, Jakob Pertl can hardly contain Anthony Davis. Right. He's that good. And, like, For I get sure. he's going to get a lot of free throws from that. But it just feels a little lopsided. Well, and like, especially when there's, like, direct parallels. Like, the biggest one for me is, like, because we even, like, challenged it where um, <clears throat> IQ pushes Anthony Davis in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and so we didn't get the foul. And then, like, that literally happened to, was it, it was Thad, right? Yeah, it was Thad. Like, to play, that. one play later, and two no plays call. later. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, you gotta call those. And uh, the one the one that I'm like, that people were complaining about, but I'm like, I know it's technically not a foul, but I get why people are pissed. It's also, like, it was so huge was the RJ, like, illegal screen I know, thing. man. And um, <clears throat> I forget, I was watching uh, someone talk about this, and they were saying that, like, I've seen the Warriors do that a million times. And it's like, that's fast. Well, I think it was um, Kenny Beach. Um, it was a Kenny? Ken- on Kenny for real. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. Out- YouTube channel. Sh- shout out to uh, Kenny Beecham and uh, numbers on the board. Uh, That's a bad name. Anytime, through the yeah, wire through, through the wire was better. so much better. But anytime a, a content creator goes uh, like private, like takes their stuff away from like whatever the big company right. is, it's always positive. But I think he's going to a new company, no? Yeah, his own company though. Oh, like, really? He's like him, him and his friends, like. I mean, complete tangent, but, like, they, like, signed um, Peyton Manning to do their football Oh, I thought it was too. Peyton Manning, like, had his own company. Oh, no, no, signing no, no. That. They got him. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. That's really dope. Uh, anyway, that's but complete yeah, like tangent. The, but he's yeah. saying, like, the Warriors literally do that type of screen all the time, where you pass to For someone sure. and you're, like, kind of standing in front of the way. Mm-hmm. Also, like, a complete sell job by Anthony by Davis. Facts. Like, are you fucking like, kidding me? He actually could have gotten a flop call for it. Yeah, he should have gotten a flop call for that, yeah. bro. I swear the flop calls that get called on the Raptors compared to other teams when they're playing us, there's something not right there. I, I swear mm-hmm. we get more of them. I don't know. Than I know. I've actually teams. seen a few get called on. Other- oh, it was more early in the year, though. I, haven't, yeah. I, I can't even remember the last time I've seen a flop call get called on. Uh, I, saw, um, I saw Gary get one a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sad. Um, I'm just I'm saying like for our opponents, but I remember early on in the year I was seeing a few of those. I was like, oh wow, they're actually going to enforce the flop call, and then they didn't. No, not really. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Anthony Davis running into RJ Barrett should never have Anthony Davis be the one on the ground. I mean, yeah. it's like RJ's also moving towards like RJ's yeah. standing there. Uh, yeah, that was, was insane. But it, at least we had NBA Twitter on our side for a bit. Mm-hmm. It was it was nice reading some comments. And stuff yeah, like that. and and a good. Uh... A, a, one of my favorite Raptors coach interviews of all time. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, two quick uh, f- fuck yous to a couple people in sports media who are calling him out. Uh, Evan Turner, uh, who was like, you need to get the assistant coach out there to do it because I can't really understand you. Like, oh, like your wow. weird accent. First of all, like that's just ignorant as shit. It's I'm, also uh, like he's very easy. Yeah. To <laughs> Second of all, like he speaks English way better than any uh, second language I would imagine Evan, Evan Turner Tr- can speak. <laughs> and third of all, like 
just don't speak on it if you're going right. to be saying shit like that. Like, I, I don't really understand that. Damn. Uh, and second, from Stephen A. Smith, uh, calling out Darko for being like, oh, uh, like, Scotty's going to be the, the face of the league. league. Any coach would say that about their young star exactly. player. Exactly. Any coach would say that. Like, right. you ask, like, uh, what's a team with a comparable... Detroit. You ask, like, the Orlando coach, and he's like, yeah, Paolo's going to be the future face of the league. You're right. not going to call him out like that. Exactly. Like, sure, it's the coach of the guy. <laughs> yeah. If it was, like, me on this podcast, I was like, Paolo, future face of the league. I could see a little bit of pushback from you. Right. But, like, if it's the coach of the freaking team, <laughs> exactly. are you kidding me? Like, they, they could be, like, not that good, and mm. I would, like, let that slide like right. if charlotte was like brandon miller like future face of the league the <laughs> or coach. if detroit said kate yeah i'd be like okay, okay sure, sure. <laughs> yeah you kind of yeah. have to say it too. yeah it's like it's your dude like right. I, I don't know yeah I, you gotta give him confidence i don't know I, yeah i agree and because that was like one of the first things he said like they they played that clip for Stephen a and then the first thing he talked about was that and it's like you don't even need to mention that part that was just like kind of one thing that he said on the tangents like not that big of a point and he's like Oh, like Anthony Edwards among other dudes. Mm. Like, I don't know. Anthony Edwards isn't the face of the league either. Like, first of all, like, <laughs> yeah. like you could if you said like Shea or something, I might or like Luca. I understand, but like Ant's not that good. Yeah, no, he's not, and he could be. Like he, he like if, Ant's closer to Scotty than to Luca easily. I think. Hmm. I would have to think about that. But still, like he, yeah, he's, not, still, he's not. He's yeah, not yeah. here. No, no, no. He's not face of the league right now. I do think he is a future face of the league. But, like, I think, like, sure. there's a lot of dudes who have that kind of, right. like, upside. And well, think- also, like, it's all just potential. Like, yeah. really, there's not, like, right now, who's the face of the league? Like, Jokic? Yeah, and, like... And, like, Embiid's not. Who would have guessed that Jokic should be the face of the league? Right. Like, five, ten years ago. Exactly. Like, if, uh, if somebody called Jokic future face of the league, like, <laughs> eight years ago, like, you would have been laughed at. Right. Like, then I'd understand Stephen A. Um, and, honestly, like, LeBron might still be the face of the league. Or, like, Curry. Yeah. Yeah, I More think, LeBron, probably. I don't even know who the face of the league... I think the league has multiple faces. But yeah, I, I yeah. would think like LeBron probably gets the most airtime. Well, especially uh, to the like casual fan. Yeah, I think like LeBron, Embiid, Jokic, Curry... Giannis. Giannis. That's, mm-hmm. like, that's your inner circle of right. faces of the league. You can put Luka in there if you want. KD if you want. Yeah, I, I think KD's kind of moved a little bit out of that, just because he's he's not a face, like he's a heel, right? Like true, which is like he, he's like, also low key, which is yeah, which you know, it's whatever. It was, it's actually it was so fun. I don't know why it made me think of it, but like uh, it was so cool that when the Suns and Clippers play each other, like Kawhi and KD would like guard each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, like these are like two dudes who are like so insanely good at basketball and are like the most like low key for like relative to how good they are, like. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Kevin Durant has the Twitter thing, but I'm like, these dudes, like, I barely even know, like, what they're, like, uh, like as a person. Uh, but they're just so elite. Um, Did you see that the uh, NBA is going to be doing, like, the day in a life thing of, like, five different players where they're doing, no. like, a docuseries? I forget the five players. It's LeBron, Jimmy, I think Anthony Edwards is one of them, and I think Sabonis is one of them. I forget who the other is. Sabonis, that's such a random one. Yeah, so it's um, just a day in the life. It's not it, like it, it's, it's not like talking about their stories or nothing. Uh, uh, yeah, LeBron, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Anthony Edwards, and Demonis Sabonis, and like people all, are all like clowning Sabonis for being like on that list. Um, which like I feel like it's better to have different perspectives. Like having, especially with how foreign the league is right now, having a foreign-born player is sick. Sure, like if you want to put Giannis in there, put Giannis in there. If you want to put like somebody else, I would rather. But yeah, like like. 
like Sabonis is closer to Anthony Edwards than Anthony Edwards is to like LeBron James. Like I, I don't I just don't get right. how he gets clout. Like he's like he is a star in the league. And like when the yeah. NFL did this version of theirs with the quarterbacks, some of them were like backups or like starting quarterbacks on like bad teams. Right. But Anthony like, Edwards is young is the big difference. Like all the so Sabonis in age is probably closer well, he's definitely older than Tatum, right? And uh, I think they're the same draft. Oh, he's way younger than I thought then. Yeah. Oh, so he's only like 26, 27? Because I know Tatum's 25, but he, I know he's crazy young, even for his own draft. I, I would think Sabonis is 28 oh, or 27. 27. It just said right up there. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay, he's way younger than I thought. Yeah. Um. Okay. Kind of weird. Well, the other three totally make sense. They've all yeah. led their teams to the finals or won championships. Well, yeah. one, only one of them's actually won championships. And, like, you get different perspectives, right? You get, like, the LeBron James, like, if you can get him there, you get right. him. The goat. That's the person people care about the most. Jason Tatum is cool to have because he's a real family man. And he's, like, one of the biggest family men I know in the NBA. Like, okay. he really loves spending time with his family. Jimmy Butler and Anthony Edwards need no explanation. Oh, both those yeah. guys are hilarious. Like, both yep. those guys are uh, straight-up hilarious. Mm-hmm. And Sabonis is so different from those other four that it's, like, kind of a cool different, like, perspective. Right. And he's, like, the son of a Hall of Famer. Yes. Like, he's got, like, the history and stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's but I don't, like, give a shit about his normal life. Like, his story would be cool. Like, I'd like to hear about him and his dad and yeah. whatever. But, I mean... That's kind of cool. Is this signing with like uh, like a Netflix or something? Or are they it's like Barack these... Obama's uh, company, oh, like okay, movie cool. company? They make it for Netflix. Yeah. Oh, sick. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Nice. Um, all right, let's go to just a kind of round table, a little, little. little uh, we're on a yeah, rectangle can... table about the Toronto Raptors. I have goods and bads for all of the players in the team. Everyone gets a good, and everyone gets a bad. Um. Some people get good, some people get bad. There's one player who has no bads for me, and there's okay. one player who has no goods for me. Damn. Okay. And I, uh, I'll let you, in your brain, think about who those players are okay. before I start, and then I'll I'll start us off. Okay, well, I'll just guess them now. I'll say the guy you have no bad things to say about is Scotty, and the guy you have no good things to say about is Garrett Temple, maybe? You were you were wrong on both of those. Okay, we're we're, we're gonna rip right into it. We're gonna start um uh with Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam really turned his shooting around. Uh, the good is his three point right. shooting is great. It's really really good at this point. He's shooting sixty one percent this month. He shot thirty seven percent last month. Damn, really good. His three point shooting by month is twenty nine percent, then eighteen percent which is when I was complaining about him being a legit non-shooter, right. being garbage. And then 37% and then 61% so far this month. Nice. Really good turnaround. And he, like right. when he gets the ball like in the corner, I genuinely expect him to hit it now, which yeah, yeah, is a yeah. big improvement over like mm-hmm. where it was a few he months ago. He had a ago. huge clutch one that almost won us the Lakers game. For sure. Uh, my bad for him is he's just in way too many trade rumors. Uh, yeah. Like, it kind of clouds any thoughts I have of him. I can't really think of him as like a long-term. Like I was thinking about, oh, like the future for Pascal in this right. team. I was like, who am I really kidding? Like mm-hmm. he's probably gonna be gone soon and i've been banging the drum on that so like whatever but it's just kind of sad that we couldn't get this team that makes more sense than the team that we had a month ago together from the beginning of the year right and really give it an honest try because there's a lot of fun stuff that this team does Mm -hmm. uh and Jakob going down means it's probably never going to get explored other than like the first four games but i hear people yeah literally every team actually what is being mentioned with pascal like any team that's underperforming lakers warriors anything like that Oh, there's such a giant hair in my drink. <laughs> Ew. Uh, RJ Barrett. The good is he's 
22 points, 7 rebounds, 3.5 assists on 59-53-77 since he came to Toronto. Damn. Which is crazy. Yeah. And he's my no-bad player. There, oh, nice. Since he got here, I thought I'd be worried about his shot selection. Right. I thought I'd be worried about his three-point shooting ability. I thought I'd be worried about his playmaking, making the one extra pass. He has done nothing. I mean, a time will come when he does some frustrating <laughs> stuff for me. He'll make a couple frustrating plays a game. But, but he, everyone does. He's been the most overwhelmingly positive player this right. calendar year for the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. He's he, he's genuinely taken over certain games in certain spots. Plays really hard defense. and is just a competitor. Love watching him play. Yeah, he's been sick. And he's Canadian. Mississauga native. Let's go to Scotty Barnes. I'm going to go with the bad first for Scotty Barnes. Uh, it's his lowest uh, points, rebounds, steals, and three-point percentage month uh, since okay. the trade. So, like, so far I know the month, rebounds were definitely down. Uh, everything's down pretty much across the board for him. He's shooting, like, 31% from three this month, which mm. is, like, especially concerning. But it's um, only been, like, four games. Three games? Yeah. Uh, six. Oh, six. Seven. Wow. Six. I think... Six games. We're the 11th right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the the good is he always comes through in the fourth quarter. It seems like nice. he'll be like pretty bad for three quarters, and then all, he always turns up in the fourth. Nice. Also, his defense has been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the rim protection specifically. For sure. Amazing. Yeah, lots of block shots. Just he's He's been great. Uh, only in the fourth, though, really. Like, he's had a lot of, like, first halves where he's, like, comes out of it with, like, five points. Yeah. Like, not really – you don't really notice mm-hmm. him. 12 points in three quarters. But it thing. feels like every game in the fourth quarter, he's good. Emmanuel, quickly. My good is he's uh, – 19 points, 6 assists, 46% from 3. Yeah, that's that's more points than I thought he'd be scoring for us. That's more assists than I thought he'd be getting for us. And that's a higher 3-point percentage than I thought he'd have for us. Which are the three things you want a point guard to do. Yeah. Is score, score efficiently from 3, uh, and get assists. Mm. And he's been good at all of them. And I was kind of worried about his uh, playmaking when he came here. Because like he was never really in a position right. to be a lead guard like that. I wouldn't say he's like he's not uh, like Chris Paul out there, but like he he ma- okay. he makes good passes mm-hmm. and likes to make his teammates better. Uh, the three point shooting is so nice. Even Darko is commenting like uh, like most teams will go over the screen on him. Yeah. Opens up the offense a lot. Yeah, and he'll just pull up from three sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like really nice. Uh, my bad is he uh, he thinks he's the guy on this team at the end of fourth quarters. I agree, which I find pretty frustrating because he is in the he is in end of fourth quarter lineups. Right. Like, Gary Trent Jr. can have this problem, too, but he just doesn't play at that point in the game, right. so thankfully we don't have to worry about that. Like, in that Clippers game, didn't he have, like, two back-to-back shots blocked, like, yeah. down the stretch? Yeah, and, like, he'll take wild shots from three. Like, he yeah. he plays a bit of hero ball, which is concerning. I mean, like, obviously it's something that we'll iron out. Like, mm-hmm. this team didn't even get a full training camp together, so right. roles are a little bit murky. For sure. But that would be my bad for him. He just, he thinks he's the guy. Mm-hmm. Now for Dennis Schroeder. We'll start with the bad. Um, his three-point shooting has vanished. He's uh, 26% in January. Uh, he hit four threes in two of his first three games as a Raptor, and he hasn't done that again since uh, November 21st. Wow. Uh, so his three-point shooting is just gone from, which, I mean, I said it, like, when it was happening. We were yeah, that. we were expecting that. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, like, it's tough. Like, he's just, it isn't as effective when it's gone. Like, mm-hmm. you can tell on offense he's not, the same, he doesn't get the same attention they got earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, my good for him is he's kind of been yanked around role-wise and still kind of been, like, a trooper through it. Like, he looks good off the bench. Yes. He just started this last game against the Clippers and looked mm-hmm. fine in the starting role. Yep. He looked good with Quickly. He looked, he's played with, like, a hundred different lineups. Yeah, when Quickly fouled out, he was playing well. Yeah, like, he, he, it feels like his role changes the most of any player on the team. Right. And the fact that he's able to, to play all of those roles at least somewhat effectively is, like, really good from a veteran mm-hmm. player like that. True. Um, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that mm-hmm. from Dennis. Couldn't believe he missed those free throws like a few weeks ago. I know. Oh my <laughs> god, man. I know. 
All right, Gary Trent Jr. <laughs> the good is he's a crazy good spot-up three-point shooter. Yeah. Like, when he's like, gets the ball open from three, he's probably the best player on our team over right. the past few weeks. Uh, just, like, pure runner offense around, get it out to him. Yeah. He takes a shot. It's great. My bad for Gary Trent Jr. is, do you kind of feel like he never really panned out to what we thought he would be? And, like, it's, this is kind of who he is now? Yeah. And, like, I mean, like, it's not his fault what my expectations were. Like, he's like been you're okay saying when we traded Norm. Yeah, I mean, like, and he's never been better than Norm. Norm this year is still better than Gary. The yeah, whole idea yeah. is, like, let's get younger. Like, in a couple right. years, he'll be better. And he is not. But we did get him in a pick. But I thought it was, like, we robbed them. Like, yeah. Gary's, like, going to be better than Norm. Yeah, because he was so young when we got... Mm-hmm. He's young. He's young. He's, well, obviously, he's still younger than Malachi Flynn. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, good point. He has zero 30-point games this season. Damn. And he had 10, uh, including five in a row two seasons ago. Yeah, like, yeah, he he tied the Raptors streak, or is he one under? I, th- I think he was. I think he was tied with that. He tied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. Yeah, and even he has none this year. None. Zero. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just a little disappointing. I mean, that's kind of like an expectations thing for me. As but he I was said. also starting last year for some, yeah. For those oh, for sure. But, but yeah. like he like I mean he he's like gets over twenty minutes every game still. So. Right. He should get at least one or two games where he just explodes. Mm-hmm. And he never really does. He's solid often. He, I would say, like, good 75% of games, he's, like, solid. And yeah. then 25%, he's, like, bad. And then he just doesn't have that many, like, really good, like, really, really good yeah. games. Which is unfortunate. Uh, Jakob Pertl, bad. Injured for two weeks. <laughs> 12 more days from today until he's reevaluated. Okay. Good. Uh, I kind of didn't have much faith in him early in the year. And mm-hmm. I was like... I just don't love him with this team. We fucking need a big man. Yeah. We just need him so badly. We need him so, so badly. I take back everything bad I said. <laughs> we need a, we're in the place we were in Tampa. Like, exactly. we need a center, like... Or like, even the year after Tampa. Yeah, we need a center, like, uh, anything. Uh, I would give anything Yeah, like for we're playing Jonte Porter, like, big minutes. Yeah, it's it's not good. Uh, and part of the reason it's not good is this next guy, Chris Boucher. Good, he's a spark plug. Every few games, you know, you know he'll, like, right. do, have a big game every five or six games. Bad, he is unplayable, like, four out of six games. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's been really bad recently. He's, he was really bad in that Clippers game. He's one of the few bigs on our team at this point, like, people who are a four or a five, with Pirtle out, that's, like, an NBA level, like, four or five. Right. And in the last two games, he's played 14 and 11 minutes with Jakob Pirtle out. <laughs> wow. That's brutal. Like, you would think that that's, like, an opportunity for him to get some more minutes, yeah. but he, like, I mean, like, last night against the Clippers, he was, like, ridiculously really bad. bad. Yeah. Like, every time he was on the floor, he was noticeable how bad he was. Yeah, he was getting blocked by Paul George, airballing. Yeah, um, not not staying in front of people on defense, right. getting fucking cooked. Like, it was <laughs> yeah. terrible. And he has way too many. He has more games like that than he has games where he's like that spark plug right. kind of dude. And that's... Happy birthday, by the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, by the way, Chris Boucher. Yeah, but, uh... 31. The youngest looking 31-year-old. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Like, if you asked, if you were to ask, I, like, know a lot because I've brought this up a lot, but if you were to ask the average Raptors fan, be like, what's the age difference between Gary Trent Jr. and Chris Boucher? I do right. not think they'd say seven years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, because Gary's been in the league for so long. Yeah. And, uh, I bet you they have, like a late bloomer. I bet you have a comparable amount of games played right. in the league. <laughs> crazy. Uh, John J. Porter. My good is he's a big man, which we don't have. Nice. Uh, he keeps the ball moving. 
he's not like terrible. Like like he doesn't just turn over the ball every time. Mm-hmm. And it feels like in an offense, like he makes like the kind of right play every time. Yeah. He's not going to make any genius plays, but he'll make right. the right play. And he doesn't make a whole lot of dumb ones on offense. And he's good for like a random signed dude for like yeah, a fifteenth man on the roster. Random. Really, really good. Uh, the bad uh, is like like. He's a random signing. Like, he wouldn't right. be good. If, if he was our mid-level guy, I would be like, holy shit, this is bad. And we're playing him, like, the minutes of, like, a mid-level exactly. guy right now. He's way too overburdened right now. He's putting up four points and three rebounds on 25% from three since signing with our team. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Uh, he has five boards in 35 minutes against the Kings, Warriors, Lakers in the last <laughs> three games. He went oh, zero boards in 10 minutes versus the Lakers. And I get it. Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Christian Wood, you know, some big, big men in there. Right. Boards. Grab one in ten minutes if you're going to be our fucking backup center, right. please, please. And you can feel and he fouls it. a lot. Oh my god, he can't play defense on right. offense. He's fine on defense. He's like uh, brutal. Like mm-hmm. Zubats made him look like a fucking fool. He yeah. like couldn't play against Zubats, and Zubats right. is like the twenty fifth best center starting center. Maybe better than that, but yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, he's fine. Um. Yeah, John T. Porter. Uh, good for what he is. Bad mm-hmm. for what we need him to be right now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Thaddeus Young, the good. Uh, he's not team breaking in 52 minutes. 52 minutes, by the way, versus the <laughs> Lakers lot. and the Clippers. He's a plus five. Wow. Uh, uh, putting sick. up uh, an average of nine points, four and a half rebounds, three and a half assists, two and a half steals. He shoots nine for 14 from the field over those two games. Those great. Are great number. And that's classic <laughs> Thaddeus Young. Like putting up just like a bit of everything and right. like just doing, doing everything. basically everything you ask him to do without standing out too much is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bad uh, is this basketball, I have it written right here. This basketball team needs to play 35-year-old Thaddeus Young over 20 minutes a night. (laughs) (laughs) He is so unathletic. It is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't even try sometimes. He, like, he does the LeBron shit where, like, he doesn't even go down the floor. The play's moving too fast. He's he's gone. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. If if his man gets beat, he just gives it up. (laughs) And, like, he's fine. And, like, like, we're asking way too much of him. Like, we are a lot of these dudes at the bottom of the list. Mm -hmm. Um... But please, can we please guess center? Please. Yeah, it's not his fault. He's doing really... Same with Porter. Like, they're both doing great for Mm -hmm. what we expect them to do. We just need more, even. Mm -hmm. Let's go to Jalen McDaniels. We've finally hit my player that has none under his good. (laughs) My bad is... uh, And I quote, He is bad at pretty much every feasible part of playing basketball. (laughs) He, uh... Has no jump shot. He shoots 18% from the field. Yeah, or 18% from three. He shoots 31% from the field. He can't finish in the paint. He blows layups all the time. Yeah. Uh, he'll also like play weird hero ball possessions where he'll dribble the ball. Like, like, you're fucking Jalen McDaniels. Do not dribble the ball more than five times. <laughs> right. Especially if you're like on the perimeter just plotting. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> he can't pass at all. Like, he has no passing vision. He can't grab rebounds, especially mm. for like a small forward. Right. He can't defend people on the perimeter. He gets cooked every yeah, time. Can. And he can't really defend people on the yeah. on the interior. Perimeter he's, defense. He's, Okay, is his best thing, I know, and I give him a okay C minus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he is he's passable. Like if he was good at other stuff, it'd be fine. <laughs> but that, yeah, if that's what he's here for. He, he's bad. He's, he a, he's bad. a he's a bad NBA. Player. But we've known this for a bit. It's not like he's he's having a bad stretch. I feel like he's been oh for sure for sure. But he, like Jonte Porter makes like 
I think it's like six hundred thousand <laughs> this year, and Jalen McDaniels makes like four and a half million. True. And like, if you were to flip how much those guys are making, I'd be like Jalen McDaniels. Oh, you know, for how much like he's getting paid, he's fine. Right. And, and, like it would make sense. John if you flip them. Like if John T. Porter was making that much, I'd be like, he's bad at basketball. Where are we paying him? True. And Jalen McDaniels has been worse this year. Yeah. Like John T. Porter is on a stretch of like two games where he's been better than <laughs> any game Jalen McDaniels has had this year. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Temple, uh, the good, uh, well-respected vet on the team. He has some nice fits. The bad is, dear God, <laughs> nice he does have really nice fits. His suits are always clean. Nice. My bad is, dear God, why did he play eight minutes against the Clippers and four against the Warriors? <laughs> Garrett Temple is like... He's even older than that. Like, he feels yeah, older than that. He, I don't know if he actually He, is. like, if somebody has a head of steam going at Garrett <laughs> Temple, I'm, like, screaming. I'm, like, hitting, like, a red button. I'm, like, stop. Stop. <laughs> Please. I, like, almost want him to get out of the way. Because if he has, like, it's an and one or, like, at best, they just score. <laughs> or just a foul. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's everyone who plays. Uh, Otto Porter, uh, where are you? Hasn't, exactly. Hasn't played where it this year. It's been like this all year where he's been decent. And like, you know who would be really good playing those McDaniels minutes? Right. Uh, Otto Porter Jr. <laughs> or playing those exactly. Garrett Temple minutes? Otto Porter Jr. We really need depth right now. Like, we're playing, we're emptying out like our yeah. entire organization basically. Mm-hmm. Where are you, Otto Porter? <laughs> like, the team is very like opaque on it too. They, they won't. Like anything but past, the fans don't know shit about what's going on with them. I, I think there's some, there's gotta be something personal or like physical, but like something's going on. There's no way he's just not playing. Yeah. Um. And then Grady Dick. Ooh, I saw you had his G League stats up earlier. What do you got for us? He's got he's shooting thirty seven percent from the field and twenty eight percent from three in ten G League games. He has a 2.1 assist to 2.1 turnovers, a 1 to 1 assist to turnover, and he's minus 8.5 plus minus per game. That's those that his NBA numbers or No, that's his G League numbers. <laughs> that's uh, uh if he was putting up those numbers on our NBA team, I would be like, "Holy shit." Send he, to the G League. I'd be like, "Holy <laughs> shit, this guy might be a bust." Um and he's 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 doing it in the G League though. Yeah, and he's he was drafted expressly for his three point shooting. He was not good in the NBA. We sent him down to the G League. He shoots twenty eight percent. Twenty eight percent. See him on Gillette ads. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do. Twenty eight percent is. It's not bad. It's not terrible. If you're like a center, (laughs) it's like do not take do not take threes. Right. Like that's what it is. Like twenty eight percent is like just don't take threes. Exactly. And that is his best. How is he so bad? How is he so bad? Yeah, like John T. Porter is better than fucking Grady Dick. That's insane. What's he was a lottery pick? What's our last rookie who was this bad in like their rookie year for us? Like David Johnson, Donald Banto was a better player in his rookie for us, and he was like the forty fifth pick. Yeah, he was at least playing in the NBA. He's better this year than Grady Dick. Why? Why? Because he'll play minutes in the NBA. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's not bad in the G League. He's bad in the NBA. That's a huge step up. That's. I mean, like we laugh, but that's a genuinely huge step up. That is huge for real. (laughs) Yeah. Poor guy. I mean, I checked it out. You could pay $120 to go sit directly smack dab courtside at the Paramount Fine Food Arena in Mississauga, Ontario to go watch Grady Dick. And he he puts up like 16 points a game, too, on 37% from the field and 28% from three. So, like, I don't even want to think about what his field goals are. Oh, my (laughs) God. He's, uh, He's bad. Damn. 
Um, I heard, though, G League is better this year because they made it so we have an extra two-way, meaning every team basically has an extra NBA player who's playing in the G League. Is that true? Like, I heard G, G League Ignite is ass this year. Um, like, they have, like, a horrific record because they're having to actually face, like, kind of NBA players. Like, sure. Oh, I'm not excusing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's more of a... That's more of an aside, I guess. It doesn't really... It's more of a, like, oh, nice, the G League's been better this year. Yeah. I'm happy. The, the G League playing out better products is good for the mm-hmm. league. Having a good farm, like, developmental systems is good. Yeah, you have yeah. less players slip through the cracks and end their NBA... Or end their professional basketball careers prematurely. Right. Which is good. Mm-hmm. And it's a better product. So you well, get you get 30 more cities that get high-quality basketball products. So right. the G League being good is good for everyone. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's... Uh, he just needs, like, the proper person setting him up? I think he's just literally <laughs> garbage. I think, I think I could literally beat him one-on-one <laughs> in basketball. <laughs> I think, like, you could chop off my legs and I would still maybe have a chance. If you put, like, some really nice pegs on me, <laughs> I, might have a, I might have a chance to beat him in one-on-one in basketball. <laughs> Uh, that is brutal. 28% you said from three? Yeah. That's... 37% from the field. Wow. Yeah, they're going to say 37 from three when you said 37. Well, I think he's in the 30, 20, 70 club, so that's pretty nice. <laughs> that's elite company. Yeah, he's there with literally anybody who's like even semi talented. Right. Who's Anyone ever... who takes three. <laughs> oh, my uh... God. That's crazy, and that's it. That's 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 the Raptors. That's the state. And the most frustrating thing is for out of order and Grady Dick is we really need like Third really party. really need extra dudes on our team. We just need bodies on our roster. Mm-hmm. Like Garrett Temple shouldn't be getting minutes. Thad right. Young shouldn't that's be getting. Thad Young's been fine, but shouldn't be getting over twenty minutes a game. Yeah, Jonte Porter like shouldn't be playing serious minutes as a backup center, mm-hmm. but they have to because well, like listen, like Grady Dick's been bad this year. Otto Porter doesn't play. Uh, Jalen McDaniels, who we spent some of our mid-level on, has been bad. Uh, Chris Boucher, who is one of our highest paid players off the bench, makes over $10 Mm -hmm. million, does not play up to that contract. He's one of those dudes where, like, like, if he was making Jalen McDaniels money, it would be like, all right, Mm -hmm. sure. Uh, I feel like, good. though, this is worst year. Like he's not, I feel like he hasn't been this bad in no. previous years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which mm-hmm. is troubling, because he's in his 30s. So right. it's not like it's going to get that much better. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think he still has one more year on that contract. But it's like 10 million a year, as I said. So, like, exactly. whatever. And we're, like, we're not making a playoff push anytime soon. Right, you're right. So, uh, keep that money. Uh, but, yeah, that's it for the, for this. Uh... And Pirtle's injured is the last thing. To yeah, well, yeah, the Pirtle being injured is just such a fucking wrench to our decks, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> our grady decks. Yeah, our fucking... <laughs> I, yeah, I can't... It, it, it's tough. Uh, like, I like watching the Raptors because, like, the trade that we made, but, like, we're running out some fucking piss-poor lineups out there. We ran out a lineup in our game yesterday that had... um, It was Trent, McDaniels... Boucher. Mm. Uh, who else is out there with Dogs. that? Trent, Temple, McDaniels, Boucher, and like Schroeder. Right. And like, <laughs> brother. Brother. And it wasn't garbage time. It, we played it for like, a, I kid you not, that lineup was out there for two minutes before they got in. <laughs> we must have gone minus like 82 in the two minutes that they were out there for. It's bad. Um, but you want to talk about the uh, NBA fan voting for All-Stars? Sure. You have it up, right? I do have it up. I do have it up. So we'll start. Uh, I guess we'll take it uh, by section. Uh, we'll start with front court in the West. We got 
LeBron James at one, then Nikola Jokic, uh, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Alper and Sengun, uh, Paul George, Victor Wembanyama, uh, Chet Holmgren, and Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, what I'll say is uh, Jokic should, should be number one, but like I get LeBron being number one. But uh, LeBron, Jokic, KD, AD, and Kawhi being the top five makes complete sense. Those have been the five best uh, for front court players in the West, and so those being top five makes all, like a lot, a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shengun being at six is kind of crazy. He's been like low key really good this year, and he deserves. But it's to be only on this the list. top three that actually matter because um, the fans only get to pick the starters. Yeah, for sure. But just like in general, from like who, how just many people are voting list. for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shengun's a little bit weird at six. Paul George makes sense at seven. He's been really good this year. Victor Wembanyama is insane. Yeah, it's insane. The fact that Sabonis isn't on here, right? And like. He's been better than Wembenyama and Chet for sure, and probably better than Shengun this year. Mm-hmm. And hell, if you want to go bear too, yeah, go bear. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's two players. Like, it's that's a little bit tough, but it's a bit of a popularity contest for sure. For sure, definitely. Um, for guards for the West, it's uh, Luca, and then Steph, Shea, James Harden, Kyrie, Anthony Edwards, John Morant, De'Aaron Fox, Devin Booker, and Clay Thompson. Makes sense, but Shea should be. Fucking number two or number one. Yeah, I mean, Luca. If you want to put Luca at number one, put him at number one. Uh, but Steph over Shea is kind of crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. James Harden at four is insane. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie at five is also kind of insane. He's missed a lot of games. Yeah, uh, I mean, those two always get votes. And then the the people who are missing the most because of this is Anthony Edwards at six should definitely be higher, and De'Aaron Fox at eight should definitely be higher, especially because John Morant should shouldn't be on this list right. at all. He yeah, has, he's played like eight games this year, and we'll <laughs> finish the season with eight games played. Yeah. Um, Devin Booker at nine is kind of weird. I don't know how to feel about his season because he was good to start the year, but he's been kind of like not great yeah. over the last month. He's really good to start the year. Yeah. So it's kind of Clay Thompson, once again, the Warriors votes yeah. are so insane. Yeah. They're crazy. Like, yeah. He shouldn't even be sniffing this list. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to think, uh, I mean, you can name a million, uh, guards in the West, uh, who are better than Clay Thompson. But I'm trying to think of like some of the biggest snubs. Like Desmond Bain not being on there in favor of like John Morant is kind of sad because I think mm-hmm. Desmond Bain's had a really good year. I mean, even Fred Van Fleet's had a pretty decent year. Yeah. Um, I mean, wait, definitely better than Clay's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, way better than Clay's. I mean, shit. If you were like, I think Dylan Brooks is a better year than Clay, <laughs> I, would, I would listen to your argument. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else is re- really, really missing out. It's not a super talented uh, group, mm-hmm. if I'm being 100% honest. I mean, like, if, like the once again, Clay is, like, bad. Like, there's, like, like Anthony Simons deserves it more than, like, Clay. Sure. Um, but, yeah, that's it for guards in the West. Okay. Front court in the East, uh, Giannis at one and Bede at two. And then Tatum, Butler, Brown, Porzingis, Adebayo, Randall, Bancaro, and Bridges. That's um, a good list. Yeah, I would like to have Scotty on there. Definitely. Um. But I don't know how many of those dudes Scotty's been better than this year. Mikael um, and Paolo. No, he's not been better than Paolo. No? Mm. Paolo's still been snapping? Yeah, Paolo's been really fucking good. Well, Paolo also gets a bump for being, like, best player on a team. Oh, that's, like, his a really, team's like, really yeah, good. Yeah, his team is good. Okay, you're right. You're um, right. But he, he's been really good, especially recently. He's had a lot of 30 pieces, like, mm-hmm. recently. I think, I think Sky's probably been a bit better than KP if you factor in the fact that KP yeah, missed KP's like two, really two weeks. Yeah, really high on the list. Yeah, well, I think Boston in general, like, we'll get to when we get to the guards, but I think... All of their players are a little bit um, inflated. Inflated on this list uh, is Jill. Yeah, Jill Brown at five is kind of crazy. Uh, Jimmy Butler at four. Also, I feel like Bam's been the better player on that team, and has also just like played more games. But like whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's get Scotty on there. 
please sure. would be nice but whatever uh like he wouldn't be in the top three so as you said it's kind of a moot point yeah. and like the top three uh is so based. is based uh Embiid should be above uh Giannis but like whatever if you want yeah, to play Giannis, they all make it. yeah I think that's the easiest three or that's the easiest decision is the three front court east even easier than three front court west yeah because I think for the front court west if I had to pick three people right now gun to my head like I Kawhi think over Durant yeah I think it would be Kawhi over Durant and like maybe Durant over James if you really wanted to. Uh, I mean the mm. thing is like Lakers and Phoenix have both been like bad. Right. <laughs> well yeah, like true. not terrible terrible but like it's kind of mid. Mm-hmm. And like their stars have been doing everything they can but like yeah. still like your your teams are bad. Like mm-hmm. yeah. It's tough. Uh and then last but not least uh, is guards for the East. Uh Tyrese Halliburton at one. Nice. Then Trey Young, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Tyrese Maxey, Jalen Brunson. Derek White, uh, Lamella Ball, Drew Holiday, and Demar Derozan. This is one of the most base lists we have yet. I like don't have that no, many no. problems. For me, it's like Tyrese Halliburton at one, and then like honestly, Trey Young, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Maxie. Tyrese Maxey, and Jalen yeah. Brunson. Put those guys in whatever order you want. Exactly. Those are, but those are the top six guards. In, yeah, in the yeah. East. If you want, yeah. Honestly, if you want to say Jalen Brunson's too, that's fine. Yeah, you can you can make a, a pretty good like I think Halliburton should be at number one for sure. And then uh, yeah, any of those next five guys. Uh, should be the next five guys. Derek White is not unbased to have on there. Mm-hmm. Lamelo hasn't really played enough games. He was really good when he did play, though. Right. Uh, Drew Holiday. I mean, his team's really good. That's like he's not. On there. But yeah, the team is so good. Yeah, the team is like really, really good. And then Demar's been good. Um, mm-hmm. his team's been not been that great. But the thing is, is like once again, who who do who do I think got snubbed the most for like, guarding the East? Like maybe you want to say Kobe White over him, but that's yeah, not really true. Too small of a sample size. But yeah, yeah. he's been really good recently. Um. Yeah, I can't really think of any guards in the East who are majorly snubbed. Like, Garland hasn't played enough games. Cade's team is so ridiculously bad that... Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? I think I think realistically, Cade's probably been a bit better this year than DeMar DeRozan. But, like, honestly, I say that, but his team's been so bad that it's like... You, like I don't want to. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't even want you on this list. <laughs> <laughs> but like Wembenyama's on this list, and his team's won like two more games. Exactly. So, uh, well, I guess we don't really care about that. Um, right. Yeah, like, for guards, yeah, as I said, I can't really think of anybody else. Terry Rozier's been having a low-key really, really good year, mm. but not good enough to be on this list. But good enough to be, like, 11th or 12th. So pretty good voting. Yeah, in general, good. Like, the only people on here that... I are, think Clay's the biggest outlier on this whole list. Clay and John Morant are the only two players on this list. John where, where I'm like, there's literally no, like, there's no argument for it. Yeah. And then players so are like... be kind of pissed if they were all-stars. Yeah, for sure. And then players who I'm like, I wouldn't have even really considered them is like Wembenyama, Chet. Yeah. Um, Kyrie's depending on how much you want to talk about has missed games because he's right. missed a lot of games. Uh, same with KP has missed a decent amount of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ball has missed a decent amount of games. Right. But like when Lamelo and KP and play. and Kyrie play, all three of those players are great. Exactly. Really good. Um. I actually do. Speaking of which, I actually have one more thing for you, Anthony. Okay. One Damn. final thing. I was kind of prepared for this one. Uh, so you know how uh, there's the rule in the NBA starting this year that you got to play a certain amount of games to be eligible for awards. Yeah. Let's take a quick look at some players who oh, I think have like anywhere from uh, not super reasonable, but like I can maybe see it cases to like really good cases for winning awards who have missed a decent amount of games. So okay. remember, 17 is the target number. 17 is once you cross the threshold, once you miss that 18th game, you you are il- ineligible for awards. But this is, uh, I believe you can get excused. You can uh, go to the league and say, I was injured. 
uh, and be excused for it. Yeah, but that's be, like if that's the case, then it shouldn't be a rule. Right. Uh, but these are the players who, like, they're going to at least have to ask to be excused, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyrie Irving has missed 16 games. Uh, not that wow. I think he has a great case at being, like, an all-NBA guard, but honestly, like, like you watch Dallas games, and, like, you even look at his stats, like, Kyrie's been, like, really fucking... Like, he's yeah, he's not worse than he's been the past few years. For all-NBA. But, yeah, um, that is 16 already is so much. Jimmy Butler's missed 13. Uh, once again, I don't know if he would make all-NBA, but, like... He could. That's, uh... I, I, I think that he's gonna probably cross that game threshold, because I don't think he actually cares about that. Yep. Uh, Bam Adebayo has missed 10 games. He has a, a good case at uh, All-NBA, and so I hope he doesn't miss eight more games. Well, but it, it is positionless this year. But I think a lot of voters won't care. Yeah. And we'll still vote with, like, the old belts. So. Um, Lowry Markin has missed 10 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been really good this year, and the Jazz, uh, I've talked about in the last podcast, are ascendant. They're getting yeah. better and better every uh, game, and he's obviously the best player. Uh, Mitchell has missed nine games. Uh, Mitchell has, like, another, like, real legit chance at All-NBA. Like, mm-hmm. he... I haven't done my list, but if I were, like, if I were to, like, let's say throw together a list right now, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw him on my third team. Right. Uh, he's been balling out, especially since, uh, Garland, uh, and Mobley went, went down. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's had to do a lot on that team. Booker's missed nine games, uh, and he could easily make All-NBA if he picks up his, uh, mm-hmm. his, uh, pace. Joel Embiid is the crazy one because right. Joel Embiid is more than halfway there, less than halfway through the season, mm. and like he can ask for like he can ask the league for stuff, but like if he only plays like let's say fifty nine games, right? What, uh, like, what, how, what's the total you need? Sixty five. Uh yeah, sixty five is what you got to get to, and he's on track if he plays every game for the rest of the year to play seventy three games. Mm. He's already so like yeah, he's right. more than halfway to mm. that threshold, and that is crazy because right. that's MVP. Can be an like MVP. yeah, that's not he like. I'm not gonna be like, oh, he could maybe make All NBA if he keep like <laughs> if, if Joel Embiid. If I mean, in a normal season, if Joel Embiid plays more than 50 games, he makes All NBA with how good he's sure. been this year. Uh, and yeah, if he'd be a lock. Yeah, if he plays more than 55, he probably makes first team. Mm-hmm. Um, then Kevin Durant has missed seven games already. We're starting to get to players who like you know it's not as big of a problem, but just keep an eye on them. Kevin mm-hmm. Durant probably gonna make All NBA this year. Yeah. Uh, Zion Williamson has missed seven games. Not an All-NBA player yet, but like he has that ceiling. He can right. get there. Uh, Darren Fox has missed six games. Uh, probably an All-NBA player. Uh, not super close to that max. We're trying to get players where it doesn't matter as much, but just mm-hmm. keep an eye on it. And uh, Tyrese Halliburton is one of the only players I have on this list who, like, he's only missed four games, but he's going to miss, let's say, eight. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah, six down right over now. the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say he misses six games. Uh, they'll put him at 10 games missed and only eight missed games away. So like one more injury and he could be out. And he's one of those players, like if he doesn't cross the threshold, it's like, like Embiid, it's like he could go to the league and be like, I am the MVP. (laughs) (laughs) Give me all NBA at least. (laughs) (laughs) At least. Uh, and Tyrese has been balling out this year. And if he doesn't make all NBA because of the 65 game rule, that'd be a travesty. And that'd be cause for the league to not have that. To get rid of the rule. Yeah. Uh, and I personally don't think they should fully get rid of it, but I think they should drop it to 60 60. games. Yeah, I agree. 65 is a lot. 17 games is like, not too hard to miss. Yeah, like, it's a reasonable amount. Like, one injury that's supposed to be a two-week injury, let's say it extends to three weeks, that's 21 d- days that you're missing. Let's say mm-hmm. your team plays 11 games in that time. Like, that's already a good chunk of that. Yeah, exactly. Like, right there. And then you probably don't play the last game of the season if your team's already got the seed locked up yeah. or whatever. And, yeah, just random stuff. Yeah, just... um, You get sick. Yeah. Whatever. Just play through it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's... um. Yeah, a lot of players have missed. And the nice thing is, there's no players who have missed um like 
huge amount of like games this season. John Morant is the only right. person who's had like who would be an All NBA player who, who has a season ending injury. Right. Yeah. Uh, other than that, like Kyrie Irving, it sucked having him injured as much as he has been, but he's back healthy now and playing again. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we get him a bunch more games. Uh, same with Jimmy Butler, but it feels like Jimmy Butler. Like he I wonder how many, care. how often he plays more than sixty-five games over the past few years. I feel like he never does. Yeah. First of all, he's like low-key kind of injury prone and second of all like he like doesn't i feel like he always takes the amount of time that he needs to take yeah him and Kawhi are both like that where like right. if they're if they're supposed to be out for four weeks and they feel decent after three weeks they're taking the next <laughs> three games off anyway yeah like they which is like how you should kind of be playing yeah i mean it's it's completely dependent on what situation your team is right. in. like if you're the eight seed you should probably be playing those games but if right. you're the one seed like who cares yeah true true good point um yeah, I just hope that I, I hope it all works out. I hope nobody gets snubbed because of this role, mm-hmm. but we'll see. I also do think they'll be more lenient this year with uh, in terms of ex- exemptions because it is the first year of them doing it. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's almost an hour that we're at right now. Any any other crazy crazy stuff you want to talk about? Mm, do you know what James Harden shooting from three this year? Want me to guess? Mm. I have actually a fun fact for you that, that goes with this fun fact. I think he shoots 46%. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was 45 Yeah. The, cli- so the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, over 40% from three. Paul George, over 40% from three. Oh, James Harden, like dudes over something? 40% from three. And Norm Powell, over 40% from three. Okay, and yeah. Kawhi, <laughs> James Harden, Paul George, and Norm Powell, none of those guys are low volume. They all right. shoot a ton of threes every right. game. Honestly, we felt it when we played them yesterday. Yeah, felt like they, they all were shot. not. All missing. four of those guys they shot well. Missing. Norm was killing us. Paul George, which was, was honestly like, like it was bittersweet because I was almost like a little proud of Norm. I love Norm, man. Yeah. I wish we had a Norm on our team now. It's <laughs> another reason that like the Gary Trent Jr. thing kind of leaves exactly. a bad taste in my mouth. It's like Norm has just been this good since like the last season exactly. he was playing with us, and we're we're hoping that Gary Trent could become as good as Norm currently is. Yeah. And also feels like he's kind of underutilized on that team. And if he was on our right. team, he'd be like a focal point of our offense. Yeah. Like, it feels like he's never been in the quite right spot in his career. Mm. Other than when he like first got to Portland, it was like, okay, maybe he can spread his wings a little bit. And they got hurt. Like, right. right so, mm-hmm. I mean, he's not good. I believe they missed the playoffs too, right? When he first got there. Was that Dame's last yeah, year? Yeah, I think. No, I think they made the playoffs, but I think he was unhealthy. I think that's oh. when they had that like knock him out six game series against the... Jamal Murray-less Jokic Denver Nuggets team, mm. where like uh, Lillard was saying all those game game tying shots in overtime oh, just to lose one. anyway. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay, so then that wasn't Lillard's last year. No, no okay, like his second or third last year. Okay. Yeah, because Norm's been. Oh, because his last year was last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it, is, it was nice, to see. and even Kawhi too. Seeing Kawhi and Norm kill us. It was bittersweet. Obviously, like I wish they were doing it to a different team, but mm-hmm. I do like seeing their, those two score. I also just love watching Paul George play. Paul yeah. George is like such a silky, silky mm-hmm. game. He is. I don't know if it was you that was talking to me about recently, though, where like Jason Tatum has like the same kind of silky right, game, but exactly. nobody talks about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I was saying that. Uh, I think it's because Jason Tatum won't poster dudes like Paul George. Yeah. But even Paul George, in fact, I haven't seen him do it in a while. It, yeah. I did like the little passing the baby off to Westbrook. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think as soon as I saw that, I sent it to you as yeah. well. Uh, man. And, and Paul George talked about it on the podcast, but he said the clip cuts out, but then what Westbrook walks to the bench and like sits the baby down on a chair and puts like a towel <laughs> over it or something. There, it's like so sick, the friendship between those two players. You yeah, can tell those two guys like genuinely love like being teammates. Yeah. It's also just like 
man, they've gotten so much bad luck the whole time they've had Kawhi and Paul George that, like, like it was almost, like, it was kind of funny to, like, clown on them and stuff like that, especially, like, when Kawhi first got to L.A., they made this whole thing about Lakers-Clippers rivalry, and then the Clippers couldn't make the conference finals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it just became so sad. It's like they're hurt every single year, and, like, they're being talked about so bad. It's just nice to actually see them succeed. Yeah, and also, like, I mean, there's an argument to be made because the team that they had the first year they got there was really good, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, that this is the best Clippers team right. that they've had so far. Um, I guess the counterpoint would be that, like, the depth on that first year was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because they had, like, Harold and... Yeah, yeah, they had Harold and Lou Williams both being crazy on that team. And mm-hmm. Pat Bev, like, they just had so many, like, serviceable yeah. players out there. In a way that, like, the Clippers... I mean, it won't be like this in the playoffs, but there's just a couple too many, like... Amir Coffee moments right. for my liking on that team. He's uh, right. And Daniel Tice moments where it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you know, I, I would just, you know, rather I'd have rather somebody someone else do that. Uh, once Plumlee gets back, they'll be looking better for that. Oh, um, guaranteed. Yeah, it's funny, man. Honestly, like... But like, actually. <laughs> yeah, like, th- that team... Like, Plumlee could win a ring this year. <laughs> <laughs> that would be And crazy. he would, like, play playoff minutes for right. them. Because they have, like, no real small ball, like, center. Like, mm-hmm. it's Zubots, and then it's whoever the backup center is. Right. Like, because like, Kawhi has tried playing center at different points for the Clippers when they've been down some men, and I, like hate having to do that from a health standpoint yeah Yeah, it's so scary it's like when the lakers did with lebron yeah you just don't it's not good he's too old for that yeah i mean like ad like doesn't like playing center for like health reasons so yeah um isn't it so crazy like uh i've I've been hearing people talk about like all these jazz trades like for lowry market like the jazz are pretty good yeah i don't think they're gonna trade lowry market oh you you think those are dying off i think um well, I just don't. I don't see why they would. Like right. they have so many picks. Like you, you don't really need more picks. Oh, and if you're yeah, gonna get, they have all the Minnesota picks. Yeah, unless you can forever. get some like good young players and Cleveland picks. And yeah. like Minnesota, like who knows? Like there's a chance Minnesota's good for the whole time they own mm-hmm. those picks because Anthony Edwards is like really good and Cat is like low key, like not super old. Like he's probably right. only like 28. Yeah. Um, and like McDaniel's is young and like he could end up turning into a star in his mm-hmm. own right on that team. Uh, but Cleveland, not that old, Cleveland right? could very easily be very bad in like right. two years, uh, and like they they shouldn't be because Mobley, Mobley and, Garland and Garland alone should be enough. That like if you can trade Allen because yeah. you have to trade Allen, should. you should be able to get some sort of package in return. And you would, but like, I mean, I, I definitely have more faith that Minnesota will be good over mm. the next little while because like Anthony Edwards is a bona fide like star in a way that like Garland probably will never be right, and Mobley like we'll see. I, I've soured a lot on him this year, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been hurt, though. So, you know, right. let him get healthy. Let him work his way back. I mean, yeah, the team is struggling with injuries. Yeah, for sure. Like, a lot of, a lot of stuff going wrong with that team. I mean, like, a bright spot for them is um, the Max Drew signing for them was great. Right. It was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Smart. Just exactly what they needed. It would be nice if they had their full team to compliment them. Yeah. Yeah. They played in uh, Paris today, eh? Oh, they got in, like, a fight. I saw it was Tristan oh, Thompson I... and... Uh... Oh, wait, no, no. Yeah, it's Tristan Thompson and Nick Claxton. Oh, they wow. They got into it. Cleveland Cleveland wins that fight guaranteed, man. Like, <laughs> uh, having, having like, another Tr- player... Thompson like, gets ejected. Yeah. Oh, no, they, <laughs> he no, got they, ejected. Did, like, did they not both? They weren't, ejected? like, really fighting. Oh, like, okay. uh, like um, Claxton, like, caught a lob and then was, like, flexing and stuff. And then uh, Thompson, like, hard bumps into him. And then, but then a bunch of dudes just come and separate them. I also don't like Tristan Thompson. I hate that he's Canadian. <laughs> Brampton man, Tristan Thompson. Woo! NBA champion, Tristan Thompson. <laughs> I don't... 
I'll, we could trade him if someone else wants to give up, uh, like, like nationality wise. Mm-hmm. Like, if, I'll take, um, hmm, I'll take Daniel Tice. Fuck it, if Germany wants. Nah, I mean, they take <laughs> Germany is good. Germany is the champions of the world. As yeah, of last you're right. Year. You're so, right. You're right. Until okay. until Paris, uh, we'll see. I mean, like, we'll have to do something else. We'll we'll see. Uh, the Paris Olympics will be fun for all the different teams. I'm mm-hmm. I'm kind of really pumped. I like I think international basketball is never better than that's it is right now. This year, yeah, it's 2024. Yeah, we're an even number. Yeah, yeah, nice. That's it's gonna be hype. Dope. Dope. But we still got this NBA season, and this NBA season has been great. A lot of parody. Um, really good. Yeah, like uh, it feels like for me, there's like four genuine contenders. Like I feel right. like Denver, the Clippers, and then Boston, Milwaukee mm-hmm. all feel like real contenders. Philly is like the hardest one to leave off that. If somebody wants to put them in there, go for it. It's just like make a Did conference. Did you put finals. Miami in there? No. Okay. No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, Miami is really good, and their ceiling is making the finals. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, they'll have to make a trade. Like right. I, I get it. You I say this every year. I, I, I say this every year. Where I'm like, oh, they're not good enough. Like Jimmy is great, and Bam is great, but like your third best player cannot be. Yeah, Spolstra's great, but your third best player can't be Tyler Hero. No right. matter how good everything else is around your team, mm-hmm. like Tyler Hero should be playing the. Jordan well, like Cole. unless you got like LeBron, but yeah, sure. But uh, otherwise, yeah, and like Jimmy Butler can be LeBron in the playoffs, right. but Bam can't be AD. Yeah, and Bam is great. Bam can be an All Star in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Bam's really good. He kind of usually shrinks, to be honest. Yeah. He does. Um, Offensively, especially. Yeah, his defense is always fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they'll throw him on like Tatum, <laughs> and like that's a tough assignment. Yeah. And, like, Tatum doesn't always do well against mm-hmm. Miami. But, like, Tatum will have, like, Jimmy and then Bam on him. <laughs> yeah, and, like, back-to-back possessions, and it's so bad. Like, Man, yeah, Boston is so scary looking. Yeah, they are. They're really scary. Like, the, the only reason that, like, I would I, – I still think that they would beat Milwaukee in a seven-game series. But the counterpoint is, is Giannis, like, it's pretty easy. Up, it's pretty easy to see – a scenario where the two best players in that specific series, not in general, just like playing in that series, are Giannis and Dame. Mm. Like, as a playoff player, Giannis is easily the best of those three players, and Tatum is like a half step above Damian Lillard at this point in their respective careers. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just have a hard time believing... And that's only because Dame elevates so much. Like, maybe the biggest riser in the NBA. Other than Butler. Butler. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Jalen Brunson, shout out. Uh, True. He's always a lot better in the playoffs. Really, yeah. Actually, um, but yeah, uh, like, uh, and I just don't see, I, I see no universe where Tatum and Brown are the two best players in that series, which True. they don't have to be, because the top seven players <laughs> will be the five Boston starters, and then, and then Damon, yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like maybe Lopez. Will yeah, L- Lopez there. and Milton are fine. Yeah. Like, Milton's been playing better. Lopez mm-hmm. is good, and like, uh, like realistically, Lopez L- honestly has been so good. Like, it feels yeah. like. Like he's the same. Him he's supposed to be old. Like him and Al Horford are two centers <laughs> yeah. where like you like rub your eyes and it's like nothing's changed the past like, five <laughs> exactly. years. They're both like first ballot hall of very good. They both had such <laughs> solid careers, like just long <laughs> we like, really good hall careers. of very good. Yeah, I mean like come on. <laughs> Kyle Lowry makes the Gage Jones Hall of Very Good. <laughs> Which is the harder one. Yeah, it's the harder one. He's like the bottom level of the I Gage see, Jones. Like Marcus Hall. Of very good. Yeah, Marcus Hall <laughs> probably makes the Gage Jones Hall of Very Good. Manage nobly. <laughs> that's well, it. That was fun. Yeah. I didn't really have that much fun. Shame. Shame. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs>